and welcome to Real Doofs Live. I don't know where to go from there. I'm just so excited. We're all together in the same room for like the first time. This is Real Doofs. <laughs> uh, and I'm Drew. I'm Brian. And I'm Laura. And this is our movie pop culture podcast. And today is a very special uh, live episode, but it's also a super special episode because it's like a Real Doofs Double feature. Real Doofs goes to the drive-ins. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Um, this is a really cool uh, thing that we're, we're doing. A, um, you know, Brian got some new equipment that's we're able to record live again a bit. We've had kind of been on a little hiatus from that for a little while. Um, but like, I need to just brief everyone with a, listening with a, a short story, a very short story. It's not going to be too long. Um, <laughs> There is a movie that came out that was coming out and Brian was very excited about. And I was very um, um, not excited about at all. And these make for some of our best episodes when I definitely don't want to watch something and Brian yeah. really wants oh, me to watch it. It's my favorite thing. Yes. There's something uh, about you having an utter hatred for something that I have complete joy for that brings me additional joy Even and I think brings joy. you more hate. And it's just, it, it's, yes. it's self-fulfilling and it's fantastic. It is, it is awesome. And Laura, you I just got rubbed into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got rubbed in. Um, and I'm really excited about this though. Um, well, we made a deal for this one too. Yes. There's a, there's yeah. a, there's a agreement. There was a caveat. caveat. And, yeah. and I thought the deal was going to, Brian was going to think about it. Have to be like, make like, like concessions in his own brain about like, what is what like weighing it out? What was going to be the best? And I was like, if we do this, if I have to see this movie, then this has to happen like soon. And Brian was like, yes, deal. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right. All right. <laughs> you thought all you right. might get out of it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think that I was going to get out of it, but I thought like it would be longer or maybe there maybe would like, I oh, will wait. You for forget it. about yeah. it. <laughs> um, so, so now it's happening. Um, but the, the best part was we, you know, I essentially roped Laura into this too because I was like, if I have to go, Laura, you should have to go too. And Laura turned it around on Brian. So this is a triangle of yeah, events. This is yeah. stuff. I love it. And Laura was like, listen, if I'm going to see this movie, then you need to see this scary movie also in theaters. And Brian was like, yes. It's like he had more, like, he had a more of a second of doubt on that than he did with my deal. And he's like, yes. And the crazy thing is, and this is why this is all happening, the drive-in is playing both mm. of these movies together. Yes. Like, one has been out for a month way longer. Yeah, and it's yeah, such I'm a surprised. weird combination. Yes. Yeah. I, I think the same studio. I think it's Paramount for oh, both of them. I okay. think that's why okay. I noticed, like, Universal, If you, the drive-in right now is playing two Universal movies. Okay. Super Mario Brothers and Cocaine Bear. And I was like, what a strange <laughs> combination. But it's uh, it's God. Universal Studios. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Paramount is the both for these two movies. And that's the only two Paramount movies out right now. So they're paired together. Um, so I haven't said what they are yet. I'm excited. Obviously, if you've seen the title of this. Yeah, sure you, know, you know what we're doing. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> this is a wild time. Because we are going to the drive-in for this. And we are going to record our guesses. We're going to talk about it there. Um it's going to be a late night, too. It's going to yeah. be fun. So, uh, but with that, Brian, I'm going to hand this over to you because you are the lead because Laura and I are the doofs here. Yeah. Um, hail and well-met, adventurers. Please step with us into the forgotten realms and leave your worries behind. I will be your dungeon master, Brian, son of Brian. 
<laughs> Today we are watching Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Amongst Thieves. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. If you don't know, uh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> it is a tabletop role-playing game uh, that came out in 1974. Jesus. It's been played by yes. more than 50 million people to yes, date, according to Wizards of the Coast, uh, the Hasbro uh, division that owns D and D. There have been Dungeons and Dragons movies before. Um, there's been a few that have come out. This one, I will tell you now, is unrelated to any of the other films that have come out. Okay. This is not connected in, in any way. All right, that's a bummer, but okay. <laughs> yep, they, uh, well... Well, we don't need to know anything going into it, then. That's good. Yeah, yeah, you that's can good. Co- yeah, kind of yeah. come into this with fresh eyes. Okay. Um, and uh, you, you don't really have to worry too much about that. Um, I will tell you a couple facts about the movies, and I'll get to some questions. So uh, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves is an action-adventure comedy. It's written and directed by John Francis Daly mm-hmm. and Jonathan Goldstein, who you might know their screenplay work from Horrible Bosses, Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <gasps> I love that movie. Uh, and you probably know John Francis Daly from his role as Sam Weir in 1999's Freaks, Freaks and, and Geeks. Geeks. <laughs> yeah, I love yes, Freaks and Geeks. Amazing. That was like the first show that Mare and I bonded over when really? we first started dating. We like binged Freaks and Geeks so at my good. house. Oh, it's such I've a never great seen show. it. I need oh, to watch so it. it's so good. Yeah. Oh, I love it, it. Like it mostly still holds up, but when you see James Franco most of the time in it, you're just like, huh. Yeah. But like for the rest of it, <laughs> It's like pretty damn good, and they play D and D in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they they play D and D. Very like they kind of reference that in like Stranger Things kind of references. Uh, uh, yes. I think like Freaks and Geeks uh, a little bit too. Um, you'll also notice that Michael. Uh, I don't know these two people. Michael Giglio, uh, who directed and wrote a movie called Quick Stop. Don't know if you're familiar. If anyone was going to be familiar, I kind of assumed it would be Drew. And you're giving me a blank face. Yeah. So Chris McKay <laughs> yes. also gets a story credit. And That's this is cool. because Michael and Chris um, were writing this movie as early as like 2016, 2017. Because this movie has been in development hell since 2013. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, WB was producing a movie and then Hasbro sued them because they were doing something with Universal. And then as it turns out, Paramount was the one who should have been doing the movie the whole <laughs> oh time. Gosh. So this script kind of get got tossed around until it finally landed with John Francis Daly and, J- and Jonathan Goldstein, um, which began filming in 2021 in Iceland. Um, a little fun fact is the first week of, of production on this film with Jonathan and John Francis Daly, they uh, played Dungeons and Dragons with the, f- the full cast. Oh, oh cool. Um, so for like the first week in Iceland, they just played Dungeons and Dragons to like get into the game before they started filming, which is really cool. And, um, like some of the cast, though, at least one specific member is a huge like nerd and loves Dungeons and Dragons. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I believe there's two. I think um, one of the the actresses was yep. like super into it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then one of the actors also like brought his own character sheet Sweet. and dice to Iceland, which is cool to see that there are people who are like passionate about it, make being part of the franchise. Well, was it the two younger actors? Uh, no. Because the one of them, younger actress, though. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She's, she's okay. younger. All right, cool. Um, do you want to know what the, the directors, before, the last thing before I get to the to the question, do you want to know what the directors cited as films that influence this are? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would assume also just based on the fact that a lot of the people said the, the feeling of this movie is of, like, the Brendan Fraser mummies series i assume like that action adventure okay. feel to it is is probably something but nothing else do i know okay they cited specifically i i did hear uh the mummy um but the princess bride yes. uh monty python and the holy grail obviously the lord of the rings yes. um the mummy 
uh, Ocean's Eleven and okay. Indiana Jones. I was yeah. going to say Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. Because it isn't it like, I mean, you, you mentioned this. And again, when I get to the guesses, I'll get to the guests. But it is so, sort of a heist movie in a sense, right? Yeah. Because like that's where the Ocean's Eleven. They've 11's... been pretty upfront about that. Yeah. They, they, they definitely wanted it to feel like that. And, and they were, they're pretty strict on the fact that like this isn't a spoof. Um, cause it does feel very fun and feels very jokey at times, but, um, they're very adamant that this is, uh, this was made with a lot of love and care and is not a spoof in any way. And also we should point out, Brian, you did see the movie first. Like mm-hmm. you are not a doof. You, you saw this. I have seen um, this. Neither of you have. No. I'm assuming you've never seen any Dungeons and Dragons film no. prior, right? I have not. No. Okay. Um, but- yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I also have to say that Brian showed up to my apartment in a costume, and <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you should be wearing it while we're recording. Yeah, you I know. I was, gonna put the, I was gonna put it back on. Um, so, did, did uh, you wear that when you went to the movie the first time? No, no I, no, I no. bought it specifically for Just tonight. For, yes, <laughs> okay, yeah. I love it. But I do want to point out though, like Brian originally asked, like his plan was that I was gonna go on the first, like when they went to see it, and I was like, you should. Like, see if you actually like this movie because oh I'm my god, be, what if he hated I'm it? I'm gonna yeah. be hemming and hawing, and if it takes away from your experience of enjoying the movie, I will probably feel guilty <laughs> about that. So, luckily, Brian saw it; he enjoyed it enough to want to see it again. Yeah, so, yeah. this is why this is all happening too. So, uh, one of my first questions before we get to the movie questions, because um, I believe we talked about this off mic, but um, what is your experiences with like Dungeons and Dragons in general? I know that it is a game <laughs> that you play with people. You were gonna say nerds. Um, I saw it in your no, face. No. I was I gonna say. It. I was actually going to say with friends. Okay. So, um, I know that, and Drew had said it, so now I know the name. There's the dungeon master, mm. um, who kind of like leads the games. But I don't know if they're the one they make up the story, or if you like collectively make up the story. Um. And I know that there's dice and depending on how, mm. what you roll, that like determines how the story goes mm-hmm. and like kind of like a, one of those books, like create your own adventure books yeah. where like different things can happen. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> um, I know just a little bit more. Not much. Um, I played one campaign before with Brian uh, in the end of 2019 and it was a two part campaign. We started it in the end of 2019 and then we finished it in like the middle of 2020. Um, so I even forgot a lot of what happened throughout. Uh, it was still fun to be around a bunch of people coming up with stuff, but I also yeah. have a friend who plays uh, weekly and usually when I, when I uh, talk to him, I ask him to fill me in what's going on in his story. Um, just a side note for my buddy Mario, you know, I hope that your campaign ended well. I know he had a, uh, a very, very powerful um, item that he had like a table that you could make oh. all wishes on. And he thought it was going to expand the uh, campaign, but everyone just made themselves basically gods. And uh, it kind of, he was like, it basically almost ended their campaign six months early. So they had to like <laughs> make some twists and turns. So, um, you know, good, good luck for you, bud. Um, but yeah, it's um, very, you know, dep- it can be long play, but from what I understand, from what I remember, the basis is like um, your dungeon master is the person who comes up with, um, not necessarily comes up with the story. A lot of people can, there there are books, there are campaigns yep. that literally follow like this is the story, but they can, there's always a, a twist to it because it's really your, the players decide what they do, where they go, um, but they're still like a generally main story. But then also it goes beyond that. People can literally 
use the rules of Dungeons and Dragons and create your own complete storyline from scratch and really essentially go hog wild and, and go from there. So like in my com- campaign, Brian was our dungeon master and um, Brian drew on cardboard, a map of the world <laughs> that we were in, um, <clears throat> which was interesting and fun, but there's, there's our, there's like characters, people, 3d print characters, tons yeah. of shit that happens. Um, but really that's the extent I know is essentially like Laura said, the people around that you're playing with are types of characters there are, you know, specifics, spells you can cast, things you can do. You need to know, like, the, for me, like, one of our friends actually for, like, our Secret Santa one year, like, got me, like, the starter guide. So I have the book of, like, <laughs> okay. this yeah. spell means this. And, yeah. like, you have to have this many level, uh, like, you have to be leveled to this degree and and be able to do X, Y, Z to do this spell. And, um, and it's fun. Like, you know, like, I know that, like, for me, I pulled in like whatever at the time because I was really into. I think my character Drew Drew the Druid was um, <laughs> was very good. Was uh, a druid, but also I I think I mirrored him on uh, Danny DeVito. Yes, that was my okay. Um, okay. my my kind of like thing. He was a young young like age person, but he looked like Danny DeVito today. Um, so yeah and he was obsessed with eggs and things like that so it was it was a fun time but um those are my extent like i know the very basics cool i mean that's all you really need to go going in no going into this like especially if you've seen any other fantasy stuff like it's pretty accessible and a lot of this stuff is in pop culture um what do you guys know about the film that we're watching today I know nothing. Have you seen the trailer? No. I I have zero knowledge and what I'm trying to decide in my head is if it's like um kind of like jumanji the new jumanji movies where you see them playing the game and then oh, they like go shit. into the world like see, yeah yeah or if it's like you just start off and you're already in this like magical world yeah that's one thing i'm wondering too is like do they is it a game or is it just like we're watching a movie and yeah. it's in the Dungeons and Dragons world. And like I think universe, that's yeah. what it's going to be okay. like. It would be like a fun twist at the end of literally like the movie like ends and there's just a bunch like of kids like, and, yeah. like, and that's the story. And they like fold the book at, I yeah. don't know, fold the book, close <laughs> the book up and, but, um, put their cardboard map away. <laughs> yeah. There was actually a, uh, just funny mentioning though, there was a, a, um, advertisement before the movie came out and it was of, Brian Wrench and uh, John Francis Daly um, plays it. They play the game in Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Starr and I can't remember the the other kid's name, um, but they play it. And then the 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 ad for Dungeons and Dragons was the three of those characters from Freaks and Geeks. But today, and they're like, and that's the end of our campaign. And they're like, can't believe it took us twenty eight years to <laughs> finish it. And they were like talking just Dungeons and Dragons for a minute, <laughs> and like they ended. So I'm like, that'd be funny if that's literally like how it ends. Is like. There's just a group of people, like close people yeah. having fun playing the game, tying it together. But I don't think they're going to go that meta and like come out of and take the veil from our eyes. I think we're going to enjoy it in this this fictional universe and, and with all the things that are going to happen. In and especially the movies that you said it was kind of like and like took inspiration from all of those. You're like in that. In the world, world, right? So, yeah. yeah. So you both think it will take place in uh, the fantasy world of yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, at least, and not in at least ninety nine percent of it is. Yeah. I mean, because that's all they've shown you in the trailers. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to start with like kids setting up the actual play and doing. It. It's going to start in the actual game, in the actual story. Um, 
And then all, all I know from it is basically from what the <laughs> trailers show. Um, it's a group of people are, like I said, honor among thieves. Um, there's a, a group uh, of people like you would have in a campaign, random like species and, and people together on a common quest. Uh, they, it sounds like from the preview, they um, steal something important and give it to the wrong person. And then they have to get it back before it causes the end of the world. Okay. And then they have to recruit a couple more uh, people. Um, okay. I do. I, I, I have not read any spoilers, but someone said something that makes me, th when they showed the previews, they showed you like all the different like people in the, in the, the group mm. and the, them recruiting some people and also like the people who are all there. And I know, uh, Chris Pine is okay. the lead, um, which also when I was in the UK, they were doing the uh, UK premiere right next to. Oh, did you see Chris Pine? Chris Pine. They we heard them saying we were waiting for Chris Pine and Hugh Grant, um, and I think Hugh Grant's the bad guy. Okay, I think because it made it seem. You think that handsome boy is a bad guy? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. I think he's he's. I think he's an old handsome man in this. Um, but then there's Michelle he is Rodriguez. only getting more handsome as he yeah. gets older. It's very frustrating. Yeah, but he's getting more feisty. I have to say, mm. but um, Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Okay. Um, and I know she's like the muscle. So Chris Pine is is like the ideas guy. They they go through this in the trailer. Chris Pine's the ideas guy, but he's also a bard, right? Like he plays like, or is he a bard? Is that okay. I don't know. You'll tell me later. We'll see. Um, but I think he plays an instrument, and okay. I think that's supposed to be funny because it's like literally the end of the trailer shows him like like skipping playing like music <laughs> and it okay. cuts really quick. Um, but he's the ideas person, and then there's um, Sophia Lillis who was in uh, it. The, the oh, okay. she was uh, Beverly, young yeah. Beverly, uh, in oh, Stephen like King's. Her. Yes, me too. And she's—I don't even know what 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 it's called, but she can transform into. I, I assume it's more than just animals, but they show her transforming into like like a bear, eagle, like weird things like that. So she's got like uh, something. Um, then there's a kid, and I only remember his last name is Smith. I don't remember his first name, but he was in. Um, the Jurassic World movies, the second Jurassic World movie specifically, he was in the last crap one for like two seconds, but he um, he was with Bryce Dallas Howard's character and they go to the island, you know, and yeah. Um, I don't remember what he does, but I think he screams a lot like because like he seems scared of stuff. Screams. Um, and then there's the one other guy. There's the uh, like the uh, the warrior, and that's the guy from Bridgerton or Bridgerton, I think it was called. Um, the show on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Jean in Renee page or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. I'm throwing this out there. I don't know how long he lasts. I would like to think that he's I in the movie the whole time, but someone said that he was someone said on like a red carpet or something like I saw <coughs> that he like for the amount of time he was in it. There was an off yeah. shoot oh, comment that was like does he get killed early or something? Like or is he like randomly just like so I don't know what's going to happen to him, but um, those are the main cast of characters that I remember from the trailers. Okay. Um, that's literally all I know about the movie. It's just that like, was quite okay. a bit. Well, yeah, that's quite a bit of the <laughs> movie. All I did was tell you the, 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 the trailer. The trailer. Okay. So I'm sure that, like the trailers in the last like couple years have been better about not showing you the entire movie and being more misdirective than, than anything mm. else. So I think 
it's a heist movie and i think that it's gonna be just fun unfortunately for me like i think i'm gonna i know I i'm, I'm like gonna am i gonna more. like this movie yeah i think <laughs> i'm gonna enjoy it more than i want to but I, i'll be sure to be like ugh, when i need to so I think that the uh, I, I so you 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 got most of, a bit of that uh, and I'll tell you so the main group consists of a druid a sorcerer a rogue a wizard a bard and a barbarian okay. um, these are some of the classes in Dungeons and Dragons so when you build your character you pick uh, they're actually moving away from calling it race but in the current edition it's called race you pick your race it's like human you could be a bird person you can be a lizard person or a gnome or a halfling or whatever or a, a tiefling so many different races you pick like what your person is and then you pick what class they are so if they're a, a druid they're kind of like a, a forest wizard is kind sure, of right, you right, know right. like they're very earthy crunchy you got your bard who's you know they cast spells via magic yes. uh or via music rather um so if the if we've got this dru- druid the sorcerer the rogue the wizard the bard and the barbarian um who do you think the leader is of the group and I think it's I think it's Chris Pine. I, I think mean, it's Chris he's Pine. the bard, but we're missing one though, right? I think I read something like they're missing the Claritin, right? Oh no, wait, is that the pill you take? The Claritic? Yeah, Claritin. Yeah, Claritin. Claritin is an allergy yeah, medicine. Claritin is an allergy medicine. Yeah, no, the a cleric, cleric is. Uh, cleric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is no cleric. There is a paladin, uh, which is very similar. Uh, uh, a paladin is a, uh, a paladin. Very religious, like knight. Okay, but a cleric. Cleric. Cleric is a is like a healer, right? Because I had read something saying like Sophia Lillis, I was saying how she she is actually the, the nerdy one in real life who is a and d fan and she was mad there was no cleric in this. Yeah. But they were like, it's somebody who heals someone and we don't want people like yeah, we want the impact if somebody yeah. gets hurt or someone gets killed we want the the emotional impact of that so she was like fine yeah. get it but like real D, we'd want one there just for that reason you know so yeah yeah i mean that's if you get into like i don't know different groups get into like min maxing like you know like making sure you're but like real life doesn't happen like that you don't always happen to have the ideal like yes real life in dungeons and dragons yeah exactly <laughs> Speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, do you think there will be a dungeon and or a dragon featured in the movie or both? Definitely a dragon. Definitely a dragon. Um, I'm just going to go no, just for the hell of it. You don't think that there will be I a dragon. I don't think there's either. I, 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 there, there was something, again, in the trailer. You couldn't see what it was, but something was flew and like spit. It wasn't fire, though. It was like rocky or tarish or some shit like that. So like, there was something flying. I just Maybe it's just in passing. Maybe it's like, here in this world, there's lots of creatures. Look, there's a dungeon. Look, there's a dragon. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, um, I don't know. A dungeon? I would say... I'm gonna say yes. I think there will be. I think there'll be both. You think there'll be both? And yeah. you don't think there'll don't be a think dragon? I don't think there's either. Okay. You don't think there's either? Just for okay. funsies. I don't know. I just feel like they're gonna get, like, captured at one point, and they're gonna be put in a dungeon. They're gonna have to figure out how to get out of the dungeon. Just, it feels like it's the right way to go. But yeah. I could be wrong. We could be wrong. It's gonna be good. There is a very bad, old, unrelated movie called Mazes and Monsters that features neither mazes nor monsters. <laughs> it came out in 1985. It does feature one very young Tom Hanks. Will this movie feature at least one maze or monster? Monster, yes. Yes, for monster, sure. Definitely. Maze, yes. Yes. <laughs> I agree as well. Okay. Yes. I think so. I think they will have to get through a maze. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I picture like one of those like hedge mazes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but with monsters it's coming yeah, out of it. yeah what is your definition of a maze specifically like What's is the a maze in like the shining that's yeah, what like i'm picturing that's, yeah so not like a um like a maze in general like it doesn't have to be but like like, like a corn i have maze. to get here and yeah. i have to go through stuff to get mm-hmm. there so like Maybe yeah, not be- just you're lost in a mall or you can't find your car yeah. in a parking lot. Kind of like Indiana Jones when they go through and like you have to lean on a rock a certain way to like mm. open up a <laughs> yeah, yeah like thing. Yeah. Shoot out at you. Um, yeah, I think they'll be amazed, but I think it's going to be more like I think there's like a a like a, a like a fight in an arena, and I think there's going to be like like WWE, like not quite like WWE, but more like a Roman like Coliseum or an arena like that, where it's mm-hmm. like a lot of people are able to watch and see what's going on. But like, I think there's going to be like when I'm is like obstacles that they mm. have to get through to get to a thing. Gotcha. I don't know what the thing is. Again, in the preview, I saw like at one point someone jumped th- and they went into like a red blob. And I was like, ooh, that looks gooey. And I didn't like <laughs> Ooh, a gooey but, blob. But it was like out in an open area. But I thought in the background you could see like spectators maybe. Okay. But I don't know if it's exactly a maze or not. But I'm going to still stick with a maze. Okay. Yeah, the gooeyness. I was like, mm. Yeah, get some gooey socks. Um, so this is uh, maybe more for Drew, but I think you'll know... Um, some of the actors there is an mcu connection there is a, a character that shows up that is a very popular actor in the mcu mm. um are you gonna ask is? who it is okay <laughs> um so there's a very popular actor in the mcu and they have a cameo in this mm-hmm. i honestly and this is the cool thing i have not spoiled anything for myself and i did see an article that was like how that very they said that very small cameo happened. So I wonder if someone's like a small person. I'm gonna um, go with Robert Downey Jr. I feel I wanted like to say Downey. it before you said anything because I'm know, like, if you said that, that's the only person that no. I know. So I don't have <laughs> a backup. <laughs> I would love it to be Chris Evans. I like to see Chris Evans pop up and things, and he does occasionally cameo. But oh, is there anyone else? Like, is it gonna be Tom Holland that shows up? No, I'm, I'll stick with Evans. All right, nice little Chris Evans. I would love it a little uh, if he's like a dwarf, uh, in his little like sweater, the yes. cable net sweater oh, from Knives Out. Yes. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you what the Fast and Furious connection was. Um, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, but it's Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, do you think the title uh, "Honor Amongst Thieves" will be spoken at any point during this film? No. I think yes for that one. I hope not. No dungeons, no dragons, but they will say that. Yeah, like there's got to be honor amongst thieves or there is no honor amongst thieves. <laughs> Something like that. Well, um, you do think there will be. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Laura says yes. I, yeah, I don't. Yes. But I, if there is, it's going to be just how I said it. Like maybe a bad guy. Yeah. will say like again. Boy, these sure are some dungeons and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it'll be the honor amongst thieves would be what would be said if anything is said. But I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think isn't honor amongst thieves a wasn't that a campaign, or was that an old campaign or something? Like, it has to, They all have titles. Like they all the yeah like the books all have titles and shit like that, right? Yeah, or I don't. The, I can't remember if it was a specific campaign. I think it's just like a common phrase that okay. might like turn up for thieves. Thieves Ooh, in like Dungeons that. and Dragons. Phrase. That means it might be said. <laughs> uh, thieves in Dungeons and Dragons actually have their own language called thieves can't. So if you're like a thief and you bump into another thief, you could like communicate with each other slyly, so no one else knows. Be like, hey, where's all mm. that good gold at, uh, or something like that. 
Where's all that good gold at? <laughs> Where's all that good gold at? Um, one of the main actors is actually in another uh, movie based on a turn-based strategy game. Um, any ideas who that might be? Or what that other turn-based strategy movie might be? I can't think of another game. That I'm like... Turn-based strategy like game. Like a tabletop game? Like it's a re- like it's an actual game it's based on? Not a video game, but like a like a actual It's a turn based strategy game. <laughs> well that's not helpful. <laughs> Which is at also all. a video game, yeah. <laughs> it is a video game, yeah. Mark. Cause I'm like I'm like, is it out now? It's been out for a while. Oh. It's been out for a while. Yeah, so this actor like- just turns up in, in both this and another, like they're they're double featuring in turn based strategy game based movies. I am stumped on this one. I'm like, because I'm like, I'm just trying to even think of movies that have been about games, and I. Like Super Mario Brothers just came out, but that's not a turn-based strategy game. Um, it's been out for a little while, huh? What other game would I? Like, movie would I just like? I'm like, <laughs> and I'm sure it's gonna. I'm gonna be so mad when I. Oh, you're that. gonna be very upset. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I might well, save that one for after the film. Yeah, please. Okay, yeah. I got nothing. Damn it. I got nothing right now. <laughs> the only other Hopefully game I'll movie I could think of it. is like Sonic, but that's again just a, yeah, yeah, just a video, video game. Turn based strategy. You'll game. be mad when it clicks. It might click during the movie and it might click when we when we get back afterwards. But right. um we'll think on that. Yeah. I don't have any more questions for you. Is there any last minute guesses for this film? I, you th- anything you think will happen or what it's about? Yeah, I think that the good guys are gonna win. Okay. They're going to get yeah. the thing back. I think they're going to, because they're thieves, I think, and they said Ocean's Eleven, I think there's going to be deception. I think what we see on Ooh, camera yeah. is not going to be what is actually happening. And then at the end, they're going to be like, but really, we did this. And we'll see the flashbacks of like when someone like waves and the bad guy looks, someone in like a stupid mustache is going to be behind them, like steals <laughs> something from their, their cloak. And then, like, you know, you're going to see that whole fucking montage yeah. thing happen. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think they're going to leave it where there could be a sequel. A sec- a sequel. Yes. Yeah. I definitely think I so. Hope not. <laughs> probably i think we're gonna like it way more I than think we think we, we are, are too that's another guess i think we're actually enjoying yeah. this a lot more a the three of us to, are gonna be together going through this actually laughing having a good time even if it's garbage we're gonna like it more than we mm-hmm. should i'm just <laughs> like already disappointed about this <laughs> and if yeah. we don't we get hot dogs and popcorn exactly so excited for hot dogs. i can't wait i can't wait oh man um yeah, this I'm gonna be thinking about this turn-based strategy game for like yeah. question for the entire. Do you want me to reveal? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I want to no. think about it. So. Um, can you just tell me one thing though? Is this like last five years old or ten years? Like five or six years? Uh, okay, that's cool. That's all I need. Yeah, and it's one of the. It's the. It's a. The actor is a is a main actor in in both films, and um, you will have seen the you have seen the other film, and you're seeing this one today. I mean, it's it's probably like Chris Pine. It's probably fucking Chris Pine. <laughs> Guy shows up in fucking Princess Diaries 2. He shows up in Star Trek. He's all over the place. But you said he's a main character. So 
All right, we'll see. Yeah. If it's Hugh Grant, I'm gonna be really mad though. Like <laughs> Hugh Grant in a, in a turn-based strategy game. Yeah, he remember. was in the chess movie. Or yeah, right. <laughs> it's like fucking Battleship or some shit like that. No, that wasn't him. That wasn't that wasn't Pine and Battleship. Oh, it's gonna be one of those shitty movies though. That like it's like, <coughs> oh no. No, it's a great movie. It's it's like, a good movie. Yeah, it's one of what? Yeah, one of my top top films fuck off <laughs> he's just trying to mess with you now. He is. he's throwing me off i'm like they haven't made a good turn-based strategy game movie since since supposedly this so all right sounds good man i'm cool. excited let's double feature this up we're we're heading over to the next film now yeah now we're gonna head over to the next one which um the next movie that is part of this deal is scream six now Here's my favorite part of this. A, it's a horror movie. Mm. Uh, B, yay for Brian. Brian has not seen any. I've not seen a single one. One. But my guess is starting with number six. Yeah, but my guess is Brian will probably actually have a few accurate ideas Mm -hmm. or guesses based on pop culture because this movie actually not only has been spoofed like so much, it re launched the and brian i'm just gonna announce it it relaunched the slasher brand mm. for, mm-hmm. for horror movies that was kind of dead for a while um you know it, and this took it to a whole new level right so so it's actually really interesting um so yeah laura you have seen i believe more of these movies than i have i honestly i don't mind horror movies i love the first one i saw the second i don't know if i ever saw the third fourth i just recently watched the mm-hmm. fifth because that was last year it came out and it was a surprise hit it was like, pretty good yes, i was it was pleasantly pretty damn good. surprised yeah. yeah and they did one of those um well anyway i don't want to say too much about it but um i guess from here what do we want to tell brian or get for let's hear let's hear yeah, brian I think actually just start knows. with anything and by the way you're not missing anything with not seeing three or four those are garbage other than so. i think there's a character in four that is in this new one that we haven't seen from oh, since four that might be a that's, surprise that's, for me too yeah that's all i know occasionally characters come back the yeah. ones that lived if they did um but but yeah, go ahead. What do you know for fact about the Scream franchise in general? Okay, uh, Scream franchise in general. I uh, I did know that it was a, a, like considered a slasher film. Sweet. There's like a, a villain who uses a knife and murders people, and the the movie is effectively like, how are these people gonna escape getting murdered by this person? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a trope with slasher movies that there's also like a reason why they're mm. killing these particular people. Like there's yeah. a there's a psychological analysis of horror films where like the the killer is is punishing people for a sin that they've committed sure. in the yep. in the okay. killer's cool. eyes. Yeah. So there's yeah. something that these people have done that the the slasher person feels justified in totally. in killing them. You're spot it's, on with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So even if it's just like they didn't want to date me. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go yeah. murder all yeah. these attractive women. Yeah, yeah. totally. You, um, you're on to something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know that in the first one, the, the classic scene is that like the opening of the film, is that the one that Drew Barrymore is yes. in? Yes. And yep. she dies like immediately. Immediately. Yep. And yes. it's the whole like the phone call is coming yep. from inside the house yes. type, type of thing that like, um, what's the spoof movies that they parodied? Scary that? movie. Scary movie. Yeah. Yes. Well, the first scary movie one parodied, specifically parodied Scream. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, like I know you did last time. It's like behind the couch and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, all yeah. kind of this 
slashers. Yeah. Do scary you movies, know, yeah. what is the mask? The mask is just a cheap like party store ghost mask, right? Yes. Like that's where they got the prop from. I, I yeah. do remember reading something about that a long time yep. ago. And I believe they referred to this person as like a ghost face. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ghost that's face. That's correct. I definitely was that for Halloween one year. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a big black, like yeah. phantom menace robe, yeah. Yeah. but like with the ghost with face the ghost mask. Face. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Which now realizing what year this came out, I'm like, I was pretty young too. Uh, Cause the first movie came out in 1996. So I was running that. around as ghost face. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like 10. 11. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um, okay. A really impractical outfit, if you think about it. Because like, it it's like a full robe and yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? it's like, not you, really you great like, for movement. Tr- yeah. like. uh, they, one of the best things about the Scream franchise is that they also sort of make fun of the fact. Yeah. Uh, like that. So like okay. someone yeah. like... Like someone could turn around and just like kick them in the face because they didn't real they they can't see per- really great from the mask. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. There's little imp- like bits of it, and it's very um, meta. It's one of the first yeah, movies the, to actually yeah I be so self identifying yeah in the movie itself. And okay, one of the themes throughout all the movies, which I honestly this is also Lauren. I don't know this. I don't know if it sticks very well to this movie, but. In all the movies, there's always a character who is a horror movie fan and explains the current generation's rules. So, like, Mm. if you're a virgin, you basically live. Like, that was in the beginning, the first Scream movie. If you're a virgin, you're probably going to live. If you do this, you're likely going to die. If you go to this area alone during this time frame, you're going to die. And... So it's very meta, but they also get even more meta in the uh, franchise. After the first movie, one of the characters writes a book about it. Mm-hmm. And then in the third, I think, they Is Hollywood that- makes the franchise based on the events yeah. that happened in the first one. And then that's called Stab. Yeah. So, so you see them like in the movie theater uh, watching Stab, Stab about yes. the movies that Scream is, basically. Based- <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it's very like meta about it it's 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 very funny in a sense too um the guy who came up with this so the director first off is a huge famous horror movie director he died after the fourth movie was made uh but he'd been directing very famous franchise uh he directed one of the biggest uh, horror movie franchises from the 80s 90s even 2000s they they continued it on um do you know who the director is was at least for the first few no idea. Wes Craven. Does that uh, name okay. ring a bell? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nightmare on do, Elm Street. Yeah, I was going to say Nightmare yes. on Elm Street. Does he do the Halloween ones as well? No, that was John Carpenter. Oh, um, right. Yeah. But uh, Wes Craven did t- all lots of horror movies. He, I think He's he got a horror sounding name. Yeah, he does, like, right? Yeah. You pretty no, much have to do that with that name. One of the sweetest human beings like, ever, though. <laughs> yeah. like, interviews and everything. Like he, like, he did spoofs. He jumped, joined in on spoofs of his stuff. Like, in um, the famous Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back film where Jay and Silent Bob go to Hollywood to stop the creation of their comic mm-hmm. book being into a movie, they get on set of Scream whatever and Wes Craven is literally just a goofball like on set. It's amazing. Um, which side note, Jay and Silent Bob ended up being in Scream 3 at one point too. Oh, okay. Has Jay and Silent Bob. I don't um, remember that at all. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen theater, those apparently. ones. Yeah. But um, Wes Craven is has made the movies brilliant, awesome stuff. He does great stuff. Um, did great stuff. But the guy who made the series, uh, this franchise, Kevin Williams, he did also 
a very, very um, popular show that was on the WB network for teenagers. Supernatural? Pre-Supernatural. Okay. Do you recall or have any idea of what other teeny bopper shows are really popular? Um, pre-Supernatural? There was the, what was the Superman one? That's what I was thinking where he comes Smallville. down in that. Smallville. Yeah. Even before Smallville. It was all about. Pre-Smallville? It was about teenagers in high school, and like four friends, and they all had like kind of like liked each other, but just living through. We watched. Dawson's the Creek? first episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dawson's okay. Creek. Kevin Williams created, did Dawson's Creek, came up with Scream as well. And nice. I think I know what you did last summer as well. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I, I think that kind of makes sense. Like that, they're the only difference is that you've added a serial killer, right? Like, yes. like it's still like teenagers it in high is. school and it's stuff. It's a bunch of horny teenagers yeah. in high school. And the cool thing though, Kevin Williams was not a writer on this last one, but he was credited as characters created by, and I think maybe a producer. But in the last movie, in Scream uh, Five, which they just called Scream, they rebooted yeah. it as like yeah. Scream. Um, at one scene, someone's in a hospital and someone walks in to check on them and they're watching Dawson's Creek. And oh, really? Like, what a throwback. Yeah. I love, I love that. It. I wanted to ask, um, Brian, if you know of any of the actors or actresses that are in it just based on what you've seen. Or in enough. the one we're watching tonight? Uh, just like maybe in general from the, the franchise first the franchise. General, yeah, because yeah, a lot of them have, it. pretty much almost all of them have stayed the same, like the main characters. Yeah, yeah I want to say... Um, um, what's, oh man, what's her name? I, I know Jenna Ortega is in this one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, she's an older actress. She was in everything everywhere all at once. Um, Amy Lee Curtis. Yeah. Is she no. in the original ones? She's, she's in, in Halloween. You're yeah, thinking. Halloween. Uh, Halloween franchise. Okay. Yeah. Which well, makes sense that you're getting those two mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. There is an actress. Um, from a TV show that I believe you... You would definitely and, know. That's the one I thought you yeah, would know right yeah, away. I think you and Mare, like, rewatch this show all the time. It's a comfort show for, for you for, like, nine seasons or seven, eight seasons of the show. Season seven wasn't really a good season of it, but... Um, I believe it's so a, lost right now. I believe it's a <laughs> show. There's, it's not like 40 seasons. Not, it's not Grey's Anatomy. It's um, a show from the 90s. Is it Friends? Yes. Yes. Okay. One of the lead actors and friends, oh, actors, actresses. Um, you can say Monica. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Courtney, Courtney Cox. Cox. Courtney Cox. Yeah. Courtney Cox. Yep. So Courtney Cox in it. Um, yeah. That that seems right. Yeah. I also just can't picture um, like Phoebe. <laughs> right, right yeah. in this. That would not be. Yeah. Oh no, the killer's coming! <laughs> no, no. So yeah, uh, Courtney Cox has been in all six of them. I oh believe. wow. I'm assuming she'll be in this one. I know. So one of the other lead actresses that I think was in most of the other ones was mm-hmm. Nev Campbell. Yes. Um, but she is not in this one. Correct. Which I, okay, I which, wasn't positive, but. Which is a um, it was an issue. Um, she, was it money? It was a money issue. I thought I, so. Yeah, yeah. she. She came back for the last one, and the last one was a huge hit on Sleeper Hit. Like, yeah. people didn't expect it to be as big as it was. And then she said, I should, I think she only wanted five, like five million to come back for this one, which five million is five million dollars, but yeah. it's, you know, a decent paycheck, and they wouldn't give it to her, um, which is really weird. Um, 
Because she's like Cause she's the, like the main character. character. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm though, interested to see what they do. Since the last movie, they they kind of rebooted, but also legacy charactered in. So like the last one, Scream Five, which it brought in new characters. Yeah. And the movie follows them, but the legacy characters came back mm-hmm. to help, and that's like now, yeah, like the Star Wars sequel exactly. trilogy. Exactly. That's you know? it was actually literally in the movie. They bring that up as how. The oh, movie, really? Yes. Again, very meta. Yeah. They don't call it a, 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 it's like, they don't call it a reboot. They call it like a, uh, oh my God, I can't remember. There's the one character, the one girl who just knows about the whole yeah, movie. Yeah. And she's like, it's not a reboot because we're oh, not redoing yeah, everything. No, I like, can't remember. And it's not they... a this. It's good. She has like her own name for yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Okay. But um, Nev Campbell wanted to, you know, was going to come back, but they wouldn't give her the money. And yeah. she thinks she deserves it. She's been in the face of the franchise for years. Uh, I did read though uh, that they've already approved like us another scream if they do another one macy's and i don't know if this is a joke or not but i read macy's actually said they would pay nev campbell's uh five billion dollar fee if they feature a scene in the movie of her shopping through macy's from back to school (laughs) i don't know if it's real so wild i feel like it's like fake but it was not from the onion it was like a real article and i was like is this fucking real macy's is getting desperate i was gonna say how bad is macy's hurt but imagine? they also have five million dollars to spend on She's that? just like, so the killer's back, hun. I know those Macy's <laughs> things are amazing, but we don't, we can't get the. All right, just get one. The prices are incredible <laughs> here. So what about Ghostface? Like, <laughs> so that'd be. I I just can't imagine, but yeah. that'd be funny if that was the case. I love it. Um, but yeah. one thing. Um, Oh, Laura, what were you going to No, I was just going to say the only other actor um, I was going to point out is David Arquette was the police officer, and he's been in all of them, but they killed know. him in the last well, movie, which well, won't... who knows if he'll be no. back. He, he, he's dead. But, <laughs> but that mean, was a huge shock to me in, that, in the last movie yeah. because he's been a main character in all of them, and I did not see that coming, and I cried when he died. <laughs> I... I imagine you have to do that at a certain point. Otherwise, like you can't have all your characters but have plot armor for he's one of six the like lovable ones. Sh- like he, he like got shot like six times. Yeah, oh he's my not God. coming back. Stabbed. No, like I mean prior to this. So like I was like ah just and I'm gonna spoil it. If you ever watch the fifth one, Brian, sorry, but like I'm but, assuming like, he's not. Yeah, so. yeah but like he gets so. stabbed. I'm like he recover from that. And then she's just, the the person was like. Pulled the knife all the way yeah. up, and I was like, "He can't recover from that. Yeah. He's not coming back from that one." Um, but yeah, he was such a good character. Are there are there any other um, things that you know about uh, Ghostface, the character? Like you said, you know the phone call. You knew that they call from like in the house. But there's kind of a very distinct thing that Ghostface um, actually uh, about Ghostface, other than the mask. It involves the the calling and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's like a voice changer oh, yeah. like yes. type of thing, right? Like it's yes. not like a, it's like a garbly no. sound, right? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a guy's voice always, and yeah. it's like it's like a hello, like kind of thing like that. Like, oh, that voice? Okay. But throughout the series, there have been men ghost face or women ghost face, but they always mm. have the same voice changer. Like Do they like Scooby Do it at the end of the movies Fuck where yeah. it's a different kind of yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah, yeah. So it's a different killer every film. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. And the other, it's basically it was like the first one, like you said, was somebody had a vendetta, so they were killing specific people because okay. of vendetta. Then the next one was because that person died. I'm gonna yeah. do this, and then like the by the fifth one, it was like 
I am just a super fan of the actual movies. How dare you want to reboot? I'm going to give you a story. And it was like, it's people fans of Ghostface. Are, so mm. there's, it's crazy. Now, all of the movies have taken place in this one town. In this one town. The yeah. entire thing. This movie flips it. Oh, I didn't know that. And I'm throwing this out here. It is going to take place in a big city instead of a small little town. Okay. So it is a a different feel. It's a very different feel. And a lot of people were like, wow, this is this threw me off because it is so different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty. It's got to be New York, right? (laughs) Like I'm trying to think where it was. Wasn't it more in like California? Yes, it's in California and okay. it's in like like literally a suburban town. So maybe like LA. Uh, could be yeah. LA, could be New York. I don't know, but, but I I'm know trying, it's a major t- city. I'm thinking we should, um, maybe our final <laughs> guess can be um, who we think the killer is going to be this time because I have absolutely no idea. Uh, like, no idea. It's been, I think you were saying like in the second movie, it was the mother of the killer of the, the first of the first movie and, or oh, something. Yeah, <laughs> like, Brian, another thing to throw you off in the first, I don't know if it's been in every movie, but in the first movie, there were two killers. And you all oh. you suspected one, and you were like, and then you found out there were two, and you're like, oh! And then in the last movie, because they were trying to reboot and remodel the first, there were two killers, but one was a boy, one was a girl. Okay. And you're like, oh, that threw me off. But the other one was like the mom. And this, so we are, I don't, I'm going to suspect there are going to be like... 20 people. Oh, it's, it's just like a huge it's thing. A it's going to be a cult of yes. ghost space killers. Yes. I think Ooh. it's going to be a like bigger, a, game. a mass thing now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's my guess. I kind of like that. Yeah. They'll probably do like an online thing too. Like, probably. like, um, the Batman, how there was like the yes, yes, yeah, the yeah. group of online like radicals. I love you so much, Riddler. Let's make sure we all bring our masks. Yes. Yeah. Like everyone okay. has one and, yeah. and they're like, they're, they'll probably play on like the incel community or yeah. something. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna like catch one, and then there's still gonna be like murders happening, yes. and then they're like, yeah. "Oh yes. shit, that wasn't like that or, wasn't it." Or I had heard something. I don't know if it was from this film or not. I think it might be. So I hope it's not too much spoiler. But I heard something where like somebody kills somebody as Ghostface, mm-hmm. reveals themselves like. Early on, you're like, oh my god, they're telling, and then that person gets killed by Ghostface, and you're like, what the uh, fuck is happening? So okay. like, I don't know what's mm. gonna happen. I think it's gonna be wild, but I'm gonna put this out for everybody. I think Courtney Cox's character, if she's in it, which I think she is, I, I think, think so she's she... gonna get killed in this one. <gasps> David Arquette got killed in the last one, and it's almost like us going through, almost like Star Wars. Yeah, the last one I know what I have. The to last do. three main characters are gonna get, that are gonna be gone in each movie if they make a. Another they can't one do this to me again. I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I think it's going to be bad, too. Oh, all right. I'm excited. <laughs> all right. Are we ready? All right. I think we got to go. So Let's ghost face this killer. Let's roll for initiative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at all. Oh, I don't remember talking <laughs> to you guys on to the way f- home. I we definitely talked a lot. Home. Oh, my God. We talked <laughs> oh, that's great because Brian, Brian was driving and he doesn't 20, remember. Yeah. Uh, great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brian talked for 15 minutes straight as to why we should have loved Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Let's just be fair. 
It was. Um, and like the facts you were throwing at us about just actual gameplay was like, I was like, God damn, what is like, come on, man, let's, let's go into something else. But he was like, Dungeons and Dragons, this is real places. So I was like, God damn. Um, but to be fair, uh, this is our time to kind of talk and reflect about the movies. This is not going to be like typical uh, ending of doofs other than Brian will uh, go over our guesses and stuff, but we didn't do shit to prepare for Scream because none of us had seen it. Um, yeah. So we'll go over the the guesses, Brian, um, tell you what we thought, uh, give our, our honest opinions, but there's no do meter for this. Uh, for either of these movies, they're too brand new. We should not have seen them yeah. earlier because it's only weeks have gone by, and uh, that's that. But um, yeah, I'm ready for this. Uh, Laura, are you ready to tell Brian how it really was? I am okay, ready. Brian, um, ready. we're going to start with Dungeons and Dragons. So where do you want us to start? Do you want to tell ask us how we yeah, liked what? it or... Yeah, let's let's start with how we normally start. And just what did you guys think? Uh, Laura, do you want to go first? Yeah, I really, really liked it a lot more. Well, I kind of thought as we were talking <laughs> about it beforehand more, I was like, mm, I, I'm probably going to like this movie. Um, but I did. I did like it way more than I thought I was going to. It was super fun. You didn't really need to know much going into it. Um, I know like on the way home, we were talking about it and you were saying a lot of it was like really based off of the game and everything was something that you could do in the game and things like that. But you didn't need to know that if you have never played before. Um, and I'm still considering if I liked it more than scream six, which <laughs> I was very unexpected. So <laughs> what about you, Drew? Um, now let's be fair. I did not love the movie. I'm just going to flat out put it out there. I didn't love it, but mm. man, was it, fun as hell and i hate that about myself right like i got home and i cried because of like like because like anger and confusion of like why did i enjoy it so much um in fact a friend uh a day or two ago at was we were chatting about a whole different thing marvel stuff and then i was like oh i saw dungeons and dragons and they were like is it dumb and i was like oh well <laughs> hold the phone and i actually defended the movie and i was explaining things brian told me uh, on the way home told us on the way home like i was like i mean it's like not really like they were like they were like i don't get it it's based on a tabletop board game but like our game but like, like are we watching someone or is it like do we is it like they're playing and then we go into that world and we see their moves or is it just in that world and i was like oh blah, 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 blah. and i was like but the cool thing is like it was just all in the world but the cool thing is like we're actually seeing things that are typical like, moves or things you do <laughs> in the game. i was so stupid i hated I it. it um no it was it's so enjoyable like way more enjoyable than it should have been they did mm. everything right in this movie to make it fun um and make it like like decent I, I, like I said, I, I'm thoroughly annoyed, honestly, uh, about that. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, good. That's that. Yeah, Brian, yeah, I have I to share some of the facts here yeah, that no. you were telling us at the way home. Yeah. So just pretend like it's new and interesting and, uh, and then, <laughs> okay. uh, some Drew of them I will zone out for this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, exactly. I mean, to give you my thoughts too, because I, I I hate things up definitely when I know that Drew isn't I or Drew when I think Drew might not like something I definitely hype it up more because it's just fun for me for him to hate things yeah uh, and that makes it even more enjoyable for me you know re um, Smallfoot or uh, yeah. Detective Pikachu yeah um, I really did enjoy this film not only as like a film but as someone who plays D and D fairly regularly. 
Um, I don't think it's like a great film, like, but I do think that like I could put this on par with like a good MCU film, you know, like I, I think that it's definitely in that same, like, if you want to have a good time, you can have a good time and, and watch this. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just let that slide. I just, through. I just, just I just like, like I tried not to like, not, not one of the best MCU films. No, to be fair. But like, like one of the middle no, ground totally, ones. But like, totally. is this better than Iron Man 3? Absolutely. Iron, Iron Man, Man 3 is, is on the top end of the spectrum. Oh my uh, God. I keep forgetting that you're an Iron Man yeah, 3 I am. lover. I am an Iron Man 3 lover uh, because it's a great Christmas movie. And, you know, it's just a good film all around. But Ugh. no, like we talked about this in the beginning portion, though. This is like a par with like movies from my youth that are not good movies, but are sentimentally I care about. So to me, they're a good movie. Mm-hmm. And this is on par of the feelings of movies like The Mummy. And yes, I said it. The Mummy is not a classically good film. Mm. It's a good, fun movie. It's a movie that has, did something for me as a child, yeah. but like it's not like it's not like Brendan Fraser caliber now of an actor. Like it's just fucking fun as shit. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and again, you know, being like somewhat yeah. of a shithead snob about movies, it still is like very, very cool. Very, very fun. Um, I, and I, here's the other thing to tell you like that. I would, I would watch this with like somebody else like that. I know would probably enjoy it who hasn't seen it. Like I'd probably try to convince like my dad to watch it. Cause my dad just yeah. loves to have a good time, no matter how stupid or really good a movie is. And like, I think he would do like, he like, it almost mm. checks all the boxes for like, uh, like a middle-aged father. Um, it's like middle, it, like almost it's like fantasy. So like, I know my dad likes like <laughs> game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. I'm like, check. And then I'm like, Chris Pine, check. And then I'm like, like MCU connection that I know he'll laugh at. So like, there's a ton of um, things in there. So like, I'll probably share this with him at some point. Um, will yep. I buy this and own it? No. Yeah. I will not. I will never. Brian, never. Will you have a copy of it randomly show up on your doorstep? Probably. I would accept a free copy. Yes, but it's not in 4K. It's going in the trash. Um, anyway, um, so. Yes. Uh, facts about this film. Uh, so one of the things I shared in the car was that every spell cast is actually from the game. Uh, and they tried really hard to make sure that that was as accurate as possible. They had an advisor on set who knew all of the rules inside and out. And one of the, um, one of the directors, Goldstein, told, um, said that they would try to honor those things in like any opportunity that they had. There were definitely things in the movie that aren't real in D&D or aren't exactly right because they felt like the movie had to come first. They weren't going to sacrifice the movie for the game. Um, so if they were deciding between a rule or a plot point, plot point would come first. Um, and that needed to move the action forward. I'm just like steam is coming out of my ears right now. And you're like, they had an official advisor. I'm like, what yeah. The oh my God. How cool like, would that job God. be to be? It was basically the onset. I'm um, actually person. <laughs> um, actually, you actually need, uh, you can't break your concentration when you're casting, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. mage hand. When I first said that, he's like, they actually add like an actual, like uh, person, like, and I'm like, I just like, yeah. I felt like I saw the back of my head because my eye rolled, my eyes rolled <laughs> so far back. But honestly, it's needed. They're like, yeah. because you don't want to, yeah. you want to make something. This is what was brilliant about the movie too. And Brian, I don't know if I'm going to step on a fact that you, you're going to say, I'll probably fuck it up so you can actually correct me. But like, this movie is not only for 
people who play Dungeons and Dragons and know about Dungeons and Dragons in any way, shape, or form. This is literally an, an a fantasy adventure that anybody who has never played, never touched it, just could have fun watching. Yeah. It's a fantastic fantasy movie. Um, so there's all yes. these hidden details that you wouldn't even give a fuck about, like if you didn't know anything about Dungeons. But they also of course. were so careful to not insult the community that loves this property so much. And like from things that Brian will explain yeah. way better than me, but like there's like, like in the game, when you're playing this game in reality, it is a turn-based game. You take turns. Not everyone is playing at the exact same yeah. moment uh, doing particular things because that'd be fucking chaos. And they incorporate that into the movie and you wouldn't even know yeah. it. You Yes. You would never so know. I don't you, you would explain never know. sort of how that happened, but like for me, like Brian mentioned it, and at first I was like, Oh yeah. my fucking god. And then I was like, that is actually pretty brilliant, honestly. Yeah. It's like pretty fucking brilliant. Yeah. It kind of when you were just saying like how they incorporated things that if you've played the game you would know and it like didn't upset the people that really love the yes. game. It kind of reminds me of the Lego movie where there's all those like yeah. hidden gems if you're like a real true lego fanatic but if you've never known anything about the community you could still watch it and have a great time but like those easter eggs are so fun for the people that are really into it yeah it's it's like it quite literally has something for everybody and i think the thing that it does well too is it doesn't take itself too seriously and like people who haven't played dungeons and dragons i think probably get the vibe that like um that like it, it is probably way too serious to actually play with people who like light candles and they've got the robes and <laughs> I mean and you like, had your robe on. <laughs> I did have my robe. Yeah, first off, <laughs> Brian had a fucking uh, I got so many compliments. <laughs> he did when we were getting food in the line. He, I think like five people were like, I like your costume. He was literally, first off, a movie that's been out for like three weeks. <laughs> It was like yeah. his opening in a, night. I know. In a drive-in that had no one can 30 see cars max. Like, no one is there. We go into this fucking, like, ca- it's not even a cafe. It's just like, you know, play, like an area to get the food, the concessions. Yeah. Brian is, I don't, no, listen, I'm going to say full gear. It's not full gear. The dude was just in, like, a cloak. In a fucking yeah. cloak. And elf ears on. And if yeah. you've never like, obviously, you know, this is not a visual medium. I also you don't know what Crocs Brian really and a tie looks dye like. Um, <laughs> Brian has like this, just like slick, wavy like hair, and like, um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um, and just have these elf ears popping out of it, you almost think like Brian's like making an album cover. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty. It was uh, pretty yeah, awesome. making a Hobbit rock album. All bangers. Um, we got way off track there. Sorry. Talk, go back. Go back to the turn-based style. Turn based. So I, I think that like it, it can be taken really seriously. And those are my least favorite people to play the game with. The most fun I have playing the game is we just have some beers and we laugh and we have fun and we goof off. And the the movie like captured that really well. So the fact that they would like get rid of rules for the sake of the plot. I mean, we often like skip rules for the sake of just playing the game and having fun. If a rule is gonna like harsh everyone's vibe, we kind of brush past it and that's okay um some of the other facts the black dragon which drew called out when we were watching the film the black dragon looked like it was shooting like 
um, tar or something. It was actually shooting acid. In the game, black dragons uh, shoot acid, uh, red shoot fire, uh, blue shoot lightning, green shoot poison, and white shoot ice. Um, uh, so also another thing I forgot to mention, um, when we were doing the guesses is that, um, uh, the, some of the specific questions I was asking you and some of the trivia facts I've actually gotten, uh, from my D and D group. I texted them, uh, uh, and asked them for help. So, uh, friend of, uh, friend of the pod, Chris, who's been on for a few episodes, um, mm. and his podcast geek and destroy sent me a bunch of these, uh, trivia facts. One of them that being in the crowd during the arena uh, was Rage Against the Machines' Tom Morello. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was just wanted to be what? in it, and he was hidden in the crowd somewhere. Nice. Um, <sighs> there was a group of contestants that I pointed out while we were watching it. They were wearing like very retro fantasy-looking clothes. They were actually the exact group from the D&D cartoon from the 80s, but as adults. So in the cartoon in the 80s, they were all kids. They're all like significantly older. Um, and I'll send you guys some links, but there's actually ads that uh, that this movie put out. It's like the cartoon from the 80s, but they like stumble across a TV and they're watching themselves oh, wow. in the arena in the new D&D movie. And they're like, is that us? Why do we look so old? What's happening to us? Are we going to die? It, it's really surreal. But uh, yeah. Uh, the final fight, as Drew mentioned, is actually turn-based. So when they're fighting uh, Sophina, the Red Wizard, uh, which red, red Wizards are a thing in D&D, um, the attack is turn-based. So in Dungeons & Dragons, the game, when you enter combat, uh, you effectively enter uh, a turn-based thing. So whenever you hear me joke about like rolling for initiative, everyone in the party has to roll a d20, and the highest numbers get to go first in combat order. But that order doesn't change. It's always the same order for the rest of that combat until it's over. And they do the same thing in the final fight scene. So they have a particular order that they each move in. And in the game, your moves are about six seconds long in real time. And everyone's moves in the movie are about six seconds. Um, so they actually like copied actual gameplay for that one scene in real time, which was just a really neat thing for them to do. And it, But it was done so... Fluidly. Well, you wouldn't yeah. even know. You would have no yes, idea. It was so fluid. I had no idea that's what was going on at all. I yeah. literally didn't know that it, like, I didn't even notice because I was, again, into the plot at this point. I didn't notice that it was like this person hit, this person hit, this person hit, this person hit, then back to the front. Like, yep. so, yeah. yeah, it was actually pretty darn well done. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Simon, our, our, uh, our wizard uh, or sorcerer, is um, his. Uh, great grandfather who shows up when he's trying to attune with the helmet is actually a famous wizard in in D and D lore. So that name that he had, um, I actually forget it off the top of my head. But they're uh, they're in they're from Dungeons and Dragons. As is the wizard who made the spell that seals the vault. They call it the Mordenkainen yes spell or whatever. Famous mm-hmm. famous wizard. Um, I hate to uh, be the bearer. Uh, Bearer of bad news, pun intended, uh, that druids cannot uh, typically wild shape into owl bears. Uh, it's just not a creature that's within their spell wheelhouse. It should be. It should be. <laughs> it's a badass thing. Owl yeah. bears are really cool, and we were all really excited to see one uh, mm-hmm. in the movie, like live. Uh, it's a very fun creature with like the owl head tilts that it that it does. Yeah. Also terrifying. If that was a real creature. Oh God, a bird and a bear in one thing. That's awful. Uh, Some of the magic items were real items. So the helm of disjunction, the hither thither staff, the table, the tablet of reawakening, the horn of beckoning, death, uh, the token of ask dead people give questions. Um, That was my favorite part. 
Oh, well, I guess so we'll good. get to that later, but it was so funny. Um, so yeah, some of the magic items are real. Those items were actually all made up for the film. Uh, they came up with those themselves. They're not actually in Dungeons and Dragons. But yeah, the token of ass dead people yeah. for things was great. I think I mentioned it while we were watching the movie. They tried really hard to get mm-hmm. some of the remaining members of Monty Python to uh, be the dead people. And great. I think they just like ran out of time and couldn't get the commitments. But uh, they were they were gunning hard for that. Yeah. The real items were like the walkie-talkie things. Um, those are called sending stones. Those are real. Pendant of invisibility yeah. is real. Bag of holding. If you notice, um, Edgin gives him like literally everything to hold. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, hold this. Hold this. Hold this." He's always give. He basically has like a bag that can fit. It oh, opens up into another dimension, uh, so his bag can fit like an unlimited amount of items. It's called the huh. bag of holding, and that is a real thing. Did not notice. Um, I hinted in the questions, uh, I'm going to get to that now, but the, uh, the other turn-based RPG movie that one of the characters was from is Justice Smith, uh, who is one of the main actors in Detective Pikachu, a popular turn-based RPG, uh, video game, um, which Drew is a big fan of both the film and the franchise in general. Um, Did it take us all the Smith. way until the car ride after that? We you <laughs> yeah, finally yeah. told us we could not figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I was thinking of an actual like a game and um, yeah. If you said card game, then I don't think we yeah. would. Yeah, yeah. But Brian didn't want to give us any extra, which is fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other, uh, the other like one of the questions before we get to your actual guesses here is honor among thieves is not spoken in this film, uh, but it is spoken in the shitty 2000 Dungeons & Dragons movie, which I watched uh, before we watched this film. I just remembered one of my other favorite parts was (laughs) the big fat dragon. The big pudgy dragon. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was great. Yeah, He was, I guess, maybe a monster, but he couldn't monster very well because he couldn't really move when he uh, rolled just, over on his back yeah. it was like a big fat cat when they roll over and can't get up <laughs> yeah like climbing up on the the thing with its paws yeah. very, very good um which is a real dragon in dungeons and dragons uh that was a real real creature uh there is a you guessed that there would be a fight in, a, in an arena um which there was obstacles to get to a thing there was there was a maze and that was the to obstacle to get to the thing <laughs> You even guessed that there was going uh, to be a uh, a gooey blob, and there was. There was a, a slime cube, is the D and D term, um, and those are real monsters that you fight in Dungeons and Dragons. Big old slime cubes. Um, you did not guess Bradley Cooper, but you guessed Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, which is close enough. Uh, <laughs> they're yeah, all in the same. Pretty much. They're in the same circle of the MCU actor Venn diagram. Uh, what do you think is the fast and furious connection? Um, you know, obviously it was great when Vin Diesel showed up halfway through as the, as the secret mm-hmm. villain the whole time. Right. But he was really just telling everyone about how important <laughs> yeah. family is. It's about family. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've not seen a single fast and furious movie. Oh, you're missing out. I know. Uh, Ugh, no, it was, why, why do you and Chris agree on so much? I just, <laughs> Like, I haven't ugh. seen the newest one where they go to space. I really want to see that. Fuck. One. <laughs> God. Oh, I, Christ. <laughs> I want so bad for Jurassic World and Fast and Furious to do They a talked crossover. about it. They've already talked about it. I. That's all I want. I want Vin Diesel riding a Raptor. <laughs> it's about faster family. than the car. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Faster than the car. What's faster and furious? <laughs> 
Yeah. I saw something the other day, and it was a guy talking about how the whole Fast and Furious franchise, the titles of the movies make zero, zero sense. There's no, like, <laughs> continuity into them no. at all. And it's, like, Too Fast, Too Furious, and it's, like, The Fast and the Furious, The Furious, number seven. Yes. Like, that just so – whatever they oh, feel like yeah. it yeah. should be, that's the what Fast it is. Fast and Furious, <laughs> Fast – there's, like, Fast The Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. They're just Fast and Furious. <laughs> Um, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what five was called. I don't even know what six was called. Then it was fast seven. And then I, did you hear the, the new one's going to be in Boston and it's called wicked fast and wicked furious. (laughs) Now, if that was true at all, Brian, that would be amazing for the 10th one. Um, but anyway, to, to continue on with dungeons and dragons, the, uh, fast furious connection was Michelle Rodriguez, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, uh, Sophia Lillis is the biggest Dungeon Dragons fan of the group of them, but also uh, the Bridgerton guy, uh, Rene Jean. I, I really, by the end of this episode, I'll get his name. See about that. Uh, brought like character sheets and dice when they played in Iceland because I think I mentioned yes. it in the first half, but they spent the first week of production just like playing Dungeons and Dragons with the main cast, which is really really cool. Like, could you imagine? Like, hey, we're gonna film this movie, but for the whole week, we're just gonna play eight hours a day Dungeons and Dragons. Like, that's Brian's dream. Oh, but, like, yeah. as an if I was an actor, I'd be like, gross. I want to I... like like I need to work. Like, tell me about my character. Don't make me play for a whole fucking week. I think they all got a lot of value out of it, and they're sure better they actors because of it. I'm, so. I'm sure Hugh Grant really was just like, yes, 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 yes. oh, absolutely. Uh, take when I was in oh, love, actually. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, rolled a D4. Uh, Is that good? And they're like, no. He was in love, actually, right? I got the yeah, right person. Right. He was okay. yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it because he looks so different then. That movie was like 100 years ago. It was uh, 20-something years ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the last uh, Laura did think that they were going to leave it where there will be a sequel um, and they didn't really I don't think I think that there's definitely room these characters exist they're kind of yeah. like we're a family now they definitely had that Fast and Furious moment of like this is the this is family um, but uh, there's no like thing there's no like yeah there's cliffhanger. no cliffhanger yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is what they set out to do they made a good movie they could definitely do more with those characters or just more in this world but um, mm-hmm. there's not that I left, uh, um, I, I didn't finish my last thing here. I just wrote Drew is disappointed that he, <laughs> and I think the rest of that was, is probably going to like this film. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. that sound. I wish it just said Drew is disappointed. <laughs> Drew is disappointed. Um, uh, Drew thinks the it. good guys are going to win. Uh, you think that the, uh, there's a little bit of deception happening, uh, like sort of an Ocean's Eleven like thievery montage, which kind of happened. I mean, we didn't get the actual Ocean's Eleven thing where it's like after the fact and they're explaining it and there's a deception, but they were like breaking into a vault and weren't actually yeah. breaking into the vault. There was kind of a deception there where like they were explaining the plan as they were doing the plan and then that plan didn't work out, which is yeah, uh, a similar trope to vibes. some of the Ocean's films. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's it. That that was Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so tune in next time when we play uh, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign on air. We're not oh, doing that. No. I'm, I'm busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Lord. I think actually, you know what? I wouldn't say no to it if anyone ever asked me now. I'd be like, you know what? Sure, <laughs> give it a try. So there's that. 
Nice. It's a it's an opportunity to drink some alcohol and hang out with your friends. There yes. you go. Honestly, I had a blast when we did play it. It was fun. So um and to again, just for our our listeners, um this is a movie you should see. If you like fun <laughs> fantasy action, yeah. if you like any of the actors in the movie, everybody was top notch. Everyone was having fun. Um, you should see this movie at some point in your life. Um, will it stand the time with pop culture? Who's to say? But uh, if you are literally just looking, if you were literally like, man, I love that movie, The Mummy 1 and Mummy 2, and I wish they made movies like that. Um, fucking see Dungeons and Dragons on our Among Thieves. <laughs> you heard it here, folks, right from Drew's mouth. If you like <laughs> The Drew's Mummy, you're going to love Dungeons and Dragons because this movie kicks that movie's <laughs> ass from Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I cast Mass Heal to heal uh, Drew's <laughs> wounded ego. <laughs> That's good. All right. All right. Enough of this shit. All right. Um, yeah, let's get to a real film. Yeah, no. Let's, let's, let's get to the next one, though. So to add on to this, um, this won't be the, as much of the structure. We All three of us had not seen this movie, so we kind of all went in as dudes. Yeah. Of course, uh, Laura and I had a better understanding of the franchise. Um, I believe, Laura, you've seen more of these films than I have. I've only seen the first, second fifth and sixth i've never seen the third or the fourth um at least not that i remember so uh i you may have one more up on me but we we understand the gist of the uh the of this these films brian was going in blind no which i realized going in blind i did not realize how much of the backstories of all the other movies that you needed to know going <laughs> into this so we were kind of like explaining to brian as things were happening like oh this is this yeah. person and this was from this movie and even i was like wait when what happened like you really needed to know what had gone on in every other movie because it talked about all the five other movies yeah. specifically this franchise is literally one that wants you to make sure that you have seen the other movies in the franchise um i don't know if like part three or four did that but like five was a sort of a um i can't remember now it wasn't a reboot it was a uh uh, a requel? requel. That's what is they called that it. A requel. Yeah. yeah. Where uh, they, they said like, it's a sequel, but it's also a reboot mixed in because there's new characters and legacy characters. So this kind of built off that with a new group of important characters. Um, but needless to say, Brian went in and I have to say, I'm very actually kind of impressed because regardless of what Brian thought of the movie, this movie franchise actually has a, a hold on pop culture. Brian was able to, tell us key details without ever seeing it based on just knowing about the mm. movie from what was out there in life. And I mean, that's a lot of what this podcast really kind of is at times is kind of going over things that are important in pop culture. And, um, the scream franchise has made its mark and, um, let's just yeah. jump in and say, what did, what did we all think of scream six? And I'd like to know, Brian, first, with your perspective of never seeing a Scream yeah. movie, what did you think of this movie? I, You know, I actually, I didn't uh, hate it. There was definitely a lot that I was like, oh, man, sure. I, I kind of actually wish I saw the other films because they're, I could, I got the vibe that I was missing out on yeah. a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, and there was a lot of like, 
uh, it's not quite like world building, but like lore building, I guess, with yeah. that. Like there's just a Definitely. lot of details there that was like, ooh, it would be interesting to know more about this. Like I almost went on a, if we didn't get home at like one in the morning, yeah. I probably would have gone on like a Wikipedia rampage and just like looked up some of the plot details from the earlier films. Cause I think it's yeah interesting that like someone is picking up the mantle of this, this killer, like this whole time, there's like a, a little bit of lore there. And that was interesting. And it, it wasn't, um, it was definitely like gory, but it wasn't as mm-hmm. scary as other movies that like we've watched. Like this, was nowhere close to like a hereditary or <laughs> broke yeah. conjuring, Brian. like <laughs> we broke Brian with hereditary. Yeah, hereditary was like, rough. Brian's been watching horror movies left and right unknowingly or unwillingly, and he's just like, that was fun. Like, like Brian's, <laughs> you're grown up, but <laughs> I know it just wasn't, it was like more jump scares than anything, which I'm not yeah. a huge fan of. It just feels cheap. And like, yeah, if it's if they it just makes me it. anxious for no reason, but like, yeah, and it, there wasn't a ton of that even in this, it was just kind of gory. Honestly, it felt more like a murder mystery than anything else. Like, I was trying to figure out who the killer was, yes. yeah. and that felt like a murder mystery, and that was also fun. Like, yes. it was giving me enough of the details that I was like, okay, well, was that person in the room while that person was getting stabbed to death? Yeah, I don't know. Like, do they have a reason to do this? Like, why? Like, that was actually yeah. like a lot of fun. We were like, wait, that person's way too short literally, to be one of the people because <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, I was literally so like, tall. that's not right. That's not right that this person is the killer because they are five feet tall. Yeah. Every ghost face I've seen has been six feet plus. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think we probably won't go into too much detail because this is such a new movie and we don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't uh, seen whatever. it. Whatever. We spoiled uh, Dungeon and that's was that's well, been out like this but, has been yeah. out two months now, Scream. That's not like revealing who the killer is. Like <laughs> Ah, right. Whatever. Um, pause here yeah i did it. like uh the one point in the movie like brian knew enough had enough sense to ask a question at one point go the the uh ghost face actually uses a gun and brian like literally turned to me and he's just like yeah has that ever happened in the movie before like like has he ever used to <laughs> have he's ever it used it a felt gun wrong before? yeah like, he's usually yeah. always got a knife see yeah. the knife it felt weird that he was like, yeah, <laughs> like a like, shotgun. It yeah. was like, I don't, I don't think so. he like, has before. And that, was, right. that was another really neat thing about this movie is we talked about the uh, franchise typically takes place in, in a very more, more of a suburb area. Even the second movie where they go to college in the second mm-hmm. one, it was like a very big open suburban sort of area versus this is New York city. This puts it in a whole new element for the killer like this is like when jason from friday the 13th took manhattan um like it was just a different <laughs> place uh and i like that because yeah, he's like on the subway like killing people in public yeah, yeah. oh my god that w- can we can i just say like if we even get to the favorite scenes like this subway scene was so stressful because it was on Halloween, yeah. and they said earlier in the movie, they're like, and the ghost face costumes have been selling out everywhere. So you knew you were gonna see them all over the place. And there were like tons, everybody on the subway was in a was in a like it was just an homage to all these other great horror movies, but there were all these things, and then you saw like a bunch of ghost face in the subway, and and you're just it's towards the end of the movie. We already know like they're get they they know what they're up against, and it's so fucking yeah. stressful um god that was pretty wild and i know that we talked about beforehand you were saying these movies are all very meta where like they talk about the rules of the movies it literally happened within the first 
three minutes of <laughs> yeah. this movie where it's a per college professor that teaches film and is like talking about all the rules of scary movies yeah. and then does exactly what she knows she shouldn't do. Yep. Um so yeah, that happens in this movie and all the all the screen movies yes. every time. Amazing. And then also our reg that our other character the younger character who's the movie character yeah. when they went over the new rules because it's no longer a requel we're in a franchise yeah. now and the franchise <laughs> yeah. has different rules and it's just fun because they talk about current movies that expanded their franchises right. from and brought with legacy characters now we're in the franchise so all legacy characters are off are like off or on limits now like there's no yeah. no one is safe anymore and like they even brought up like star wars to get they basically bring every type of franchise in to just hook you i loved it i was i was hoping brian was going to be like yeah luke skywalker was off limits you know but like <laughs> it to be fair and I'll, i and i i mean brian you said you enjoyed it more than you expect to enjoy it um laura what about you i mean i didn't really individually ask all of us did you what was your feeling about this one yeah i liked it um i think scream yeah. five was better um like in comparison like the two newest ones that have come out i definitely like scream five better um i'm it, i just don't want them to get where like the new halloweens that have come out and the most recent new halloween was so awful i'm like please don't get to that point like maybe just leave this and be done with it now don't make another one yeah right <laughs> i'm kind of it seems like it's at that point because i just don't want it to to be so bad that it ruins everything. I want it to go in a wildly different direction for the next one if they do another one, honestly. And I'll, I'll tell you my my dream scenario in a second. But <laughs> but you did like it overall, but the, the part five was better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Brian, if you ever are interested, part the fifth one, the first quote unquote requel, it, it, it's just like... It you got to watch the first movie. The is like the I original. Was say, the original, like original. A, you need to watch. It's a quote unquote requel yeah. of the first movie. It's a reboot of the first one. It's a sequel to all of them. Um, it was just very smartly done. But it is a very like intense movie. And again, not horror, but like pretty goddamn intense. Um, and the new characters are just fun. But this one overall. I enjoyed it, but I felt it was a little predictable for who one of the bad guys was going to be. Uh, and in, in true Scream fashion, mm -hmm. this is the only spoiler I'll give you, there there are multiple people who wear the mask in this one. Um, and one person I had suspicions from the very beginning. And first I started to sway, but I literally came right back to them. And I, I then when they showed up, I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But overall, it was good, but... I think I have to fucking side with Laura and say Dungeons and Dragons is a better movie than I watched. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, but uh, the other thing now, I do uh, want to tell you where I want the movie to go next. Um, okay. Without, again, spoiling a whole lot of the movie, if you watch the fifth one, you know the details about, and the sixth one, even if you watch this one or the one prior, you know the details of our new main character, um, who she is and how she is actually directly connected to the original movie. Okay. Um, so she has a backstory that she is connected to a character from the very first movie. Um, and there's almost like a mental state that's happening with this person where, where she is the good guy, 
but she could also maybe be bad at the uh, not even bad i don't want to call it bad but she has it in mm. her to defend herself or maybe even you know end somebody if someone's threatening your her family she yeah. can mm-hmm. end you with that like a really thing right so i want to see i want to see the next franchise i want to see her put the mask on be ghostface but go and find serial killers yeah. Or people who are doing bad things and kill them mm. as Ghostface. Instead of Ghostface killing like innocent high schoolers, I want to see her hunting bad guys down as Ghostface. I thought I think that would be a, such a twist on the franchise completely. And if it was done right, it would be awesome. It could also be very bad, like American Psycho Two, where like Mila Kunis is like, I'm gonna yeah. go to FBI school and kill people as American Psycho now, because um, that was like a bad movie. But like same concept. Anyway, um, Brian, what was your favorite scene? I feel like these movies are hard to have favorite scenes Both. in because they're all pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, there's not like a good scene. Uh, there's just a lot of murder. Um, I like the, uh, I think when they first find like the warehouse was pretty interesting to see all the relics yeah. of like, I think where you start to put together some of the, like it's at the point in the film where you're starting to put together some of the details of mm-hmm. like who ghostface could be or if there's multiple but then you're also seeing all these relics from the, the from the movies in the past and i thought that was interesting um i also really liked the the beginning yeah. scene I, I really like intro scenes to movies when they're done well like sets you up for what the film is going to be about and you get the title crawl and this uh like the little bit that i knew about the first one um this had that like phone call scene and you were kind of thinking like mm-hmm. this is probably a killer like this isn't great but it had the modern thing of like it's a dating app and they're trying to meet at the bar they're trying to describe where it is and it's like um and then getting the shock of like oh it's not actually Ghostface, it's some copycat or something like that who's trying to figure it out with his friend that was yeah. kind of interesting setting up the the rest of the but film. that was also a unique setup for us as the viewer who followed the franchises. Like we don't know it's a copycat. Somebody in a ghost face kills somebody in the opening scene as per contractually obliged in any scream movie. It's always the kill scene in the beginning and the phone call. We see that. And then the killer literally takes their mask off and that's a first in the movie. So you're like, Oh my God, we're, we're, we're going to know the killer the whole time. This is weird. And then you find out that the killer is not the killer or is a killer, but not the killer. And that killer hunts them down. And you're like, Oh shit, <laughs> they are throwing a few things my way that I was not expecting. That was a really cool um, thing. And also the cameos. There were like uh, the, the professor who gets killed in the beginning is Samara weaving, who has been yeah. in, I'm sure you've probably seen her in a few things. If you're a horror movie fan, what was it like? Hide and seek. Was that the name of the, uh, of the, the horror movie where she's getting married so. into the family that thinks like if, uh, Brian, there's this wild horror movie. It's it's it is a horror movie. It's called like hide and seek. This woman gets is marrying into this like family, and they have like this long standing tradition that they believe that if like they if they don't, I don't know if someone's gonna get married or I don't even remember why, but they have to like play a game of hide and go seek where they try to kill the bride or the husband or whomever's coming into the new family and if they don't they there's like a curse on the family if they don't hunt you down and kill you by the sunrise or some shit like you they fucking die and you're like this is absurd and like 
Samara Weaving's the um, the woman she's marrying into the family. She has to like hide from the the family while they're trying to like kill her essentially. And it was a wildly fun and gross movie. Like it's a funny horror movie. Like <laughs> I, I I encourage you to just watch the trailer and just never watch the movie, but watch the trailer because it is very fun, like silly fun. But uh, she was in it. Um, Tony, I can't remember his name, but he's from uh, he plays Flash Thompson in the uh, the MCU Spider-Man movies who always hates Peter. Um, he pl- was in it. There's just random people who popped up. Uh, so cool. Well, I am uh, yeah. glad. Laura, uh, did you have a favorite? We kind of agree. There's no real favorite scenes. In Mine this. was actually going to be the same that Brian said of when they first go into that warehouse where all the memorabilia huh, memorabilia is like a weird war tease but yeah. uh, all the stuff <laughs> yeah. from the previous killing but it, for me it was because as like a horror movie fan if something like that existed in real life not as like a murder lair but if there was a place that had all these cool like artifacts and things for movies that would just be really cool if that was a real thing i'm sure there is but <laughs> I feel yeah. like there is. I feel like there is like a horror museum. Um, mm. I think the subway scene probably was my favorite scene because it was so tense. Like, and I didn't, from the trailers, they didn't let you know that there were two trains that people were on. Oh, interesting. It made it seem like they were all on the, tr- the train together. So when I saw them miss one, uh, the, the two people miss the train and get on a separate train, I remember in the trailer that somebody approaches our character that she gets, you know, I want to say too much, like, but she gets attacked. Um, in that, I assume they were all together on a train. So once I saw them split, I was like, yeah. Ooh, that might be bad news, more like worse news than I was expecting it to be. So it was a really tense scene. Um, yeah, it was cool. Sweet. Well, uh, I'm glad we got to see it. Can I just say that, uh, the drive-in again, probably, uh, I, good experience but maybe if we do it again only one movie um i thought the same thing i'm like i'm way too old to be out that late or just not a or just not a <laughs> not Sunday, a work night yeah. <laughs> yeah not a work night i also i ate so much shitty food and it was great <laughs> but it, i i felt it the second oh like, yeah oh my god i was like oh all of this is sitting uh uncomfortably in my stomach i honestly though to be fair loved going to see the movie with the both of you uh that's always this is always the best part of like a week or every other week for me is just like just hey hanging out with with you two and just kind of like watching shit and talking so it did make me want to go to the drive-in way more because it was like the first movie it was nice outside oh. we sat outside the stars came out like i'm like i need yeah. to do this more often this was yeah. nice that was worth it the oh. second movie was like i'm cold and i can laura's laying down in the back of the car because there's nowhere because she can't see the screen <laughs> and like, was, i also oh, was my car is yeah. outside and then i was just like also outside like no you'll get attacked like <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, that was awesome. Thank you both. Uh, and I think uh, I think we can sign off of this one. Slash stab. Roll a d20 out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, we, we rolled for initiative to come in. So I guess now it's just uh, this is the end of our of our tale and we leave the Forgotten Realms and go back to our, our normal lives.